Good evening. Uh, you feel free to speak back. It's good to see all of you here tonight. What a joyous occasion it is as we think about that night over 2,000 years ago that really changed the course of human history. I invite you to go back in your mind and think about what it means, Emmanuel, God with us. I invite you to sing with us and worship him. And remember one thing, above all the decorations and the, all the presents and everything that we do, remember the reason for the season. And then as our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful opportunity to come and to gather and remember the moment in time when you sent your Son to save us, to rescue us and deliver us. We pray that you push everything out of our minds and hearts there in this time here tonight take us back remind us remind us of the joy of our salvation as well we thank you for your indescribable gift the gift of your son his name that we pray amen Well, you're welcome to stand or to remain seated, but we're going to sing and lift up our great God and King this night, this night. What a wonderful night to think about and celebrate the birth of God's Son. So the angels were singing. Um, remember, they were talked about in the Gospels how, how the, the, the angelic hosts were singing the praises of this one that entered our world. And so that's what we celebrate tonight.
heaven. Mark, you can give him a round of applause if you want. He deserves every everything we can give him. Thank right. you, God. Amen. Praise you, Jesus, for coming. And it was such a joy. The joy to the world as we sing. And we're going to sing this song just thinking about the joy. You know, it said that the Son of God came for the joy that was set before him. He despised the cross. And you know, that joy was to please the Father, but also was to see many sons and daughters come to faith and be with him one day. And so we're going to sing about that joy to the world, the joy of the Son of God coming, and the joy it brought to the Father's heart to see his son do the job and say, well done, my son. It is finished.
we will adore you, King of heaven. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father, for your precious Son.
Maybe seated for just a moment. Maybe seated. Before I make just a few remarks, if you haven't got a candle, there's some in the back. In just a moment, we're going to light those. So if you don't have a candle, uh, let somebody know. Raise your hand. We'll get those candles to you. Do you remember the anticipation that you had on Christmas Eve as a child? How you just couldn't wait to see what was left for you the next morning. A gentleman named Clement Clark Moore captured a sense of that anticipation in his famous 1822 poem entitled, A Visit from St. Nicholas. Quote, The stockings were hung by the chimney with care and hopes of St. Nicholas soon will be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums dance in their heads. 200 years later, when your children are snuggled in their beds, they don't be having visions of sugar plums dancing in their heads, more like toys and bikes and video games. But the anticipation will be just as gripping. In Luke chapter 2, we encounter a man who understood anticipation. Luke chapter 2, verse 25 and 26 And there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Simeon had longed with great anticipation for the Messiah, the one who would save his people from their sins. Year after year, every Jew longed for the coming of that Savior. But Simeon had a special reason to be filled with expectation. He was told that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. And we saw that in verse 26. And that promise was fulfilled as we read further in verses 27 through 32. And he came in the spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to carry out for him the custom of the law, then he took him to his arms and blessed God and said, Now, Lord, you are releasing your bondservant to depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light of revelation to the Gentiles And the glory of your people, Israel. The person who Simeon had longed for and anticipated could die now with his greatest wish fulfilled because he had seen the person. Jesus had come. Even if you have an always long and watchful anticipation of Jesus because of your spiritual blindness before faith in Christ, you know he fulfills your deepest spiritual longings. I'd like to share an illustration. Back in 1994, two Americans answered an invitation 
from the Russian Department of Education to teach morals and ethics based on biblical principle in the public schools. They're invited to teachers, prisons, and businesses, the fire and police departments, and a large orphanage. About 100 boys and girls had been abandoned, abused, and left in the care of the government-run program were in the orphanage. And here is the following story. It was nearing the holiday season of 1994, and it was time for the orphans to hear for the first time the traditional story of Christmas. We told them about Mary and Joseph arriving in Bethlehem. Finding no room in the inn, the couple went to the stable where the baby Jesus was born and placed in the manger. Throughout the story, the children and orphanage staff sat in amazement as they listened. Some sat on the edges of their stools, trying to grasp every word. Completing the story, we gave the children three small pieces of cardboard to make a crude manger. Each child was given a small paper square cut from yellow napkins I had brought with me. No colored paper was available in the city. Following instructions, the children tore the paper carefully, laid strips in the manger for straw, small squares of flannel cut from a worn, torn nightgown of an American lady, threw it away as she left Russia, was used for the baby's blanket. And doll-like baby was cut, tan felt, we had brought from the United States. So the orphans started assembling their manger, and I walked among them to see if they needed any help. All went well until I got to one table where little Misha sat. He looked to be about six years old, and he finished his project. As I looked at the little boy's manger, I was startled to see not one but two babies in the manger. Quickly, I called for the translator to ask the lad, where were the two babies who were the two babies in the manger? And crossing his arms in front of him and looking at this completed manger scene, the child began to repeat the story very seriously. For such a young boy who had only heard the Christmas story one time, he related the happenings accurately until he came to the part where Mary put baby Jesus in the manger. Then Misha ad-libbed. He made up his own ending to the story as he said, quote, and when Maria laid the baby in the manger, Jesus looked at me and asked me if I had a place to stay. I told him I had no mama and no papa. So I had, didn't have a place to stay. Then Jesus told me I could stay with him. But I told him I couldn't because I didn't have a gift to give him like everybody else. But I wanted to stay with Jesus so much, so I thought about what I had that maybe I could use for a gift. I thought maybe if I kept him warm, that would be a good gift. So I asked Jesus, if I keep you warm, will that be a good enough gift? And Jesus told me, if you keep me warm, that will be the best gift anyone gave me. So I got in the manger, and Jesus looked at me and told me I could stay with him for always. As Misha finished his story, his eyes brimmed full of tears that splashed down his little cheeks. You see, that little orphan had found someone who would never abandon him, nor abuse him. Someone who would stay with him for always. It's a great story. 
Beloved, the one whom our hearts have longed for and hoped for has come. It's not what you have in your life that's important. It's who is in your life that counts. Do you have Jesus in your life? The Savior has come. Give your life to the only one who can fulfill the deepest longings of your heart. Jesus, Emmanuel with us. The glory of Christmas is not a pageant or a play. The glory of Christmas is not even the beautiful service we have here tonight. The glory of Christmas is not the giving or receiving of gifts. The glory of Christmas is that God has come near, that he would bind himself to us irrevocably and forever. The glory of Christmas, you see, is Emmanuel. God with us. I ask you if you would stand or you can remain seated. We want to light your candles as you stand and get your candles up. We're going to start singing Silent Night. And I invite you to sing that with us as we begin to play. Imagine that. The great I am. The creator stepped down off his throne into a manger because he loved you that much.
I'm not going to play, Roger. Can you just play, do one more verse of that, just the first verse together. Just the voices of Sing with me. Silent nights, holy nights, all is calm, all is bright, round on virgin mother and child, so wonderful to see you all here. I'm a little biased. I'm glad that I serve in a place like Forestburg where the community gathers together to celebrate the birth of our Lord. And let me tell you from my heart and my family's heart, I wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a very prosperous New Year. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the indescribable gift of your son. Nothing we could ever do could even come close. So Father, may we live our lives that reflect an attitude of gratitude. I, I thank you for all here gathered here tonight. Father, I pray that you watch over them, keep them safe as they go home. And above all the, the presents and all the food and all the fun times we will have, may your son always be the center of this holiday, not just now, but for the whole eternity of our lives. And it's his precious name that we pray. Amen. That concludes our service. You're dismissed. Have a wonderful night.